Welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hello, happy new year, and welcome back to season two of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. That's right. This should actually be season three because, you know, maybe season one was the Rebel Babe Cave. So maybe season two is when we started the Self-Love Breakfast Club, but we're saying that this is season two. So (laughs) humor me. So this week we decided that we are going to drop two episodes. We gave you guys a week off last week to enjoy your holiday Now we're back. We have two incredible episodes for you. I am super, super pumped. Today is amazing. And I just wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the new year, that whole new year, new me, new goals, all of that stuff. And while I do believe that, you know, the start of a new year, it really punctuates kind of something fresh for all of us. And so if you are a new year, let's change our lives kind of person, I'm here for it. I love it. Yes. Um, And if you're one of those people who are like, the new year means nothing. (laughs) It's not a clean slate for me. That's okay too. So there's a lot of people who are reassessing their fitness goals and their health goals and weight loss and muscle gain or whatever you're looking at to achieve this year. I think health has been so incredibly important. Uh, True health, you know, nutrition, exercise, moving your body, supplementation is so important now more than ever. And I think people are starting to kind of wake up to that a little bit. And I love that. And so, you know, there are a lot of gimmicks out there. And I think that it's really easy to kind of fall into the lose weight fast or, you know, let's cut carbs realm. Intermittent fasting is a miracle, like all of that. When in reality, all it takes for you to achieve your, whether it be physical, aesthetic goals, or health goals, markers, and whatnot, it takes moving your body on a consistent basis. And it takes, you know, eating in moderation, eating well, and understanding how much your body needs or doesn't need. And that can be really hard for a lot of people to figure that out. And not only that, to figure it out, but it can also be really hard to accept the fact that this can be done slowly and sustainably. We all want things fast. We all want overnight success. And we all want to look in the mirror and see exactly what we want to see on day one. But that's not going to happen. It's not even going to happen on day 14 or day 30. You know, it's a journey. Uh, it's It's not a sprint. So... I think it's really important for you when you are looking into what you want for yourself to consider that long term, like playing the long game, that sustainable approach to health and fitness. So I'm assuming that if you're, you know, if you have a resolution or if this is your goal for the year, that you're already in full swing. Hopefully you've chosen something sustainable. And if you still feel like you're on the fence about it, or you're still kind of looking for something, then I'll just share with you guys a little bit about one, Excel Nutrition, which is one of my businesses, but also kind of like what I do for physical fitness these days, because it looks a little different than it used to. I do subscribe to two online 
programs that you can do from home. One is street parking. So if you're into CrossFit style fitness, uh, street parking is amazing. They have an incredible community. We had Miranda Alcaraz on the show. She's a badass. She's incredible. And the program is unreal. I mean, there's Olympic lifting, there's, you know, some strength training in there. It's not all like Metcons and everything is scalable. So if you're kind of looking for something that you can do with minimal equipment at home, from home, uh, be involved in a community and kind of, you know, change up your workouts, that is for you. But it's not for everyone. So I also have a Peloton <laughs> and you can do a lot with just the Peloton app and there's boot camps and the cycling and the tread and outdoor running. There's so much you can do with a Peloton app. I uh, never would have considered myself to be a cardio person Certainly not a bicycling person. And here we are. I am on the sweaty, pointless bike ride to nowhere on a regular basis. And I kind of love it. I love the community. I love the instructors. It's so fun. So that's another thing that I I integrate. And right now, my, my main primary focus is Paragon. So LCK, who has also been on the show a couple of times now, she has an incredible training program called Paragon. And so they have several different programs under that Paragon umbrella. I'm currently doing the physique program. So it's more of like a bodybuilding, but like, you know, it's not regular bodybuilding. It's cool bodybuilding. <laughs> and um, it's really awesome. This new cycle is really cool. It's definitely going to, there's going to be some strength gains to be had. I, I'm pretty weak at the moment. I haven't lifted in a couple of month. So I'm really excited and looking forward to that. So I'm not really so much doing the street parking right now. I do have the membership in case I want to jump in on a Metcon here and there and just change things up for variety's sake. But you know what, if you like boxing or you like running or you like even just dancing in your kitchen, any movement is better than no movement. Just move your body, whatever you enjoy doing, that's what you're going to stick to. So I would hope that in this new year, if you are looking for something sustainable, if you want to wake up on January 1st, 2022 and not feel like you're starting over again, find what works for you, not what works for someone else. Because what works for me may not work for you. And what works for me today may not work for me in six months. So just be aware of that and honor that. So that's fitness. As far as nutrition, listen, sometimes you need help. Sometimes it's hard to decide what to eat or how, how much to eat or how little to eat. Sometimes we get so stuck in these gimmicks and this bullshit that we think carbs are bad and we need someone to help us, you know, excuse me, but we need someone to help us unfuck our minds when it comes to food and body. And I have a couple of coaches with XL Nutrition that are absolutely incredible. They operate under my philosophy. They are all about making sure that you feel great and confident and are well fed and not being starved and you don't have bullshit shoved down your throat and just to guide you and help you achieve your goals in the most optimal way possible. Uh, Danny and Aaron are incredible. Aaron actually has done my own nutrition before, so I know firsthand that she's an incredible coach. And Danny is someone I've known for a long time and I, and I see it and she walks the walk. So these are two incredible women that any of us would be lucky to work with. And right now we are running a special. It's $50 off your first month. So wow, $50 off your first month. 
of nutrition coaching and we have two different programs. We have counting macros, if that's your jam, if that's what you feel comfortable with. And we also have a program called Busy Body, which is not counting macros. It is understanding portion sizes and moderation, true moderation, and nothing is off limits, just like in macros. Um, And if you don't know what a macro is, perfect. This is the program for you. Or if you're burnt out from weighing and measuring stuff and you really just want to learn how to eat to live like the busy body program is for you. So if you are interested in learning more about what we have to offer in the nutrition realm, go to crystalrose.com slash nutrition. So yeah, you guys, like that's what I have going on in my world. I am in the process of developing something different for the spring, something I'm working on currently with my own personal nutrition, but I do not feel as though I am in the place to lead you guys through that just yet. So we're going to save that for another day um, until I can thoroughly feel like I have gotten a solid grip on it. And then I can introduce that as well, most likely in the spring. So today we are talking to Mary Ellen Reader. She is the co-founder and the director of marketing for Yarlap. And now, okay, this is getting like, if you're a dude and you are not into listening to uh, stuff about the women body, like maybe you should skip this episode. We do have two dropping today. The other one is more about food and body, but listen, you guys, women's health is really, really important. Um, and now more than ever, you know, there are so many things out there that are just straight up fucking with our hormones and our bodies. And it's a mess out there. Like it is a mess. And a lot of us are having to take like solid control of our health and our hormones and our, you know, our endocrine system. And we are having to kind of like relearn our own bodies here. And it used to be so taboo to talk about vaginas and, you know, like women's health and Kegels. And like, it was such a big secret. You can do Kegels when, but like, we're not doing that anymore. We're not doing this shit anymore. We're talking about it now. We are getting out there and we are talking about urinary incontinence and we are talking about sexual performance and we're talking about vagina muscles. So if that makes you uncomfortable, I am sorry about it. But that's what we're doing here. There are a lot of women who want answers, who need answers, who need to know that they are not alone. And this is just a realm that we're going to, that we're going to dive into. So Mary Ellen Reeder is the co-director of Yarlap, the wellness device to treat urinary incontinence and improve sexual performance and experience through muscle control. Mary Ellen spends a lot of time researching and finding out what's new in the pelvic floor world and the social media realm. She strives to empower women through their pelvic floor muscles. She enjoys getting to know her customers through social media and speaking events and inspiring people about why the Kegel exercises and Yarlap are so important. So you guys, this is going to be such an educational episode. If you are a man and you don't want to hear about vaginas and all of that stuff, I suggest you skip this one. <laughs> or if you are a man and you really want to know, then then stick around. Uh, we won't tell anyone. So we have Mary Ellen Reader today, and that's what we're going to be talking about, women's health. I am so pumped about this. Welcome to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Like, I'm really ready to just talk about this taboo conversation and 
Yeah. Break it open. And make it not so taboo. I, I love, we had a period educator on here before and it was such a great episode because this is just like, we don't talk about this kind of stuff. You know, we talk about health and fitness and all of that, but you know, talking about our body parts, <laughs> our women, our lady bits is definitely not something we get to do all the time. So I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, no, this will be so exciting. Yeah. I get that all the time. People are like, isn't that a little too much information. I'm like, it's a body part. No, <laughs> we should know we have it. So we should be talking about it. I love exactly. it. So we like to start things out with GGB, which is goals, gratitude, and badassery before we get rolling. So right now, what are your current goals? Personally, my current goals are to get more in shape. My pelvic floor is already set <laughs> made a steal. Don't need to worry about that. But just everything else, I kind of am, my goal right now is to get more into yoga. Mm. And my gratitude would be my parents being totally okay with the fact that I've basically taken over their home <laughs> and basically tell them that I need to do X, Y, and Z. And that includes doing yoga in the living room. And my mom just like watches me and watches <laughs> what I'm doing. Um, I and it. I think the badassery would be just talking um, with you and talking to other women about this subject and being so open and honest about it. I think it takes a lot of guts to talk about something that a lot of people feel embarrassed and shamed around, yeah. even though there should be none of that associated with it. And I think that talking about something and making that less of a taboo, less stigmatized is completely badass. Yes, I completely agree. I love it. And I love that you just rolled right on into it too. No hesitation. <laughs> Perfect. So let's just get like right into the juicy bits. Explain to anyone listening that may not know, what is the pelvic floor? Yeah. So your pelvic floor muscles are a group of muscles that run zigzag around your pelvic bone, your pubic bone. And if you think about it, it kind of looks like a hammock. And it's kind of intertwined. And what it does is it holds, for women, it holds your bladder, your uterus, and your visceral organs into their natural position where they should be. And when those pelvic floor muscles, if you're thinking about it like a hammock, when they get weak because they haven't been engaged properly, they start to sag. And then everything shifts out of place. And so it's really the foundation, in my opinion, it's the foundation of your overall well-being. because. If you don't keep that muscle toned and in shape, things like bladder leaks can happen. Mm. Your, your sex life can also be affected by it. Your posture. Some people have a little pouch where they keep their extra cookies. And no matter how much <laughs> cardio you do or anything like that, it still stays there. And that actually could be those organs and they're just shifting and they're coming out. Why? Because those muscles have just sacked and fallen or let things slip and shift. Oh and so God. those muscles are so important, but we don't talk about them until, you know, we have bladder leaks or our sex life is kind of lagging and we don't know why, um, or we have that pooch and we don't know what to do about it. And so those muscles I think are really important. I think that when we talk about, you know, sex education or health in any class, the pelvic muscles should be like a full complete day. Cause I think <laughs> yeah. they're amazing. But these muscles are, they are hidden. And especially for women, there's no real way to see with your own eyes, these muscles being engaged, right? It's not like your abs or your, your arms or any part of your core, really. Mm. They're, they're tucked deep inside of you. 
I love it. I, so it's like, it's not enough. It's not enough to build the booty and the, and the biceps and your exactly. ladies. We gotta, we gotta build a muscle. We can't even see. <laughs> surprise, <laughs> surprise. There's like another muscle that you also have to be working out and another one. So tell me about Kegels because this is something that like all women know, right? Like all women know about Kegels. I think right. it's bad. I think when I was like a a tween I remember like seeing like talk shows and they're like kegels I'm doing them right now so is that is that what what you do or is that just kind of like the bare minimum those are an exercise that you can do yes but a lot of women believe that a kegel exercise is a one-size-fit-all and that's not necessarily true so if you have a hypertoned muscle and you can't relax the muscle. Doing Kegel exercises can actually hinder the process of having a toned pelvic floor. You don't want to clench a muscle that is already super tense. You want to learn how to relax those. And that is not a Kegel exercise. And on top of that, Kegel exercises are really hard to do because like we were talking about, they're deep inside of you. They are isolated. So it's hard to see if you're performing the exercises correctly. And so over 50% of women who try to do a Kegel exercise cannot do them properly what with written instruction i know my mind was blown when i read that because <laughs> it's just i mean uh, this is my understanding and for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about it was it it has been described to me as basically not peeing but like starting and stopping the flow of peeing yep essentially um, that is a short term version of how right. to do it don't don't do that like for the long run. I know a lot of people are like, well, I do it when I stop to pee every time I pee. I'm like, don't, don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't do that. Um, but that, that is a good starting block to see where those muscles are when you try to engage them by yourself when you're not on the toilet. Right. And <clears throat> what you're looking for is you're looking for a firm clench and pull. So it's a firm clench pull up feeling. And a lot of people, when they do these exercises, they'll engage their butt, their lower abs or their thighs. And if you're engaging those, you might be engaging your pelvic floor, but it's going to be a secondary muscle group that you're engaging if you're using the butt. Um, You're not really (laughs) getting the full benefit of these exercises. And I'm, my mind is blown because if you have a penis, you can see your penis go up and down when you do a kegel. Like you right. can see it move. But women, we don't have, we don't have that luxury. <laughs> and so a big um, indicator. Another thing we got screwed on. <laughs> another way that, um, so if you go to your OB or your gyno, what they'll do is they'll stick a finger into your vagina and ask you to grip it. Hmm. And that is to see what your tone of your pelvic floor is, the Oxford test. And if you can clench your, if you can clench the finger, they know, okay, you've got tone or you have some tone. And if you're like trying and there's nothing there, that's usually an indicator that there is some loss of tone. And so when you go to your myself care professional, your doctor, whatever it may be, that's the reason for doing that exam. That specific exam is to check out your pelvic floor tone. And I don't know about you, but when I do kegels, I don't have I don't want to have my finger inside of me the entire time <laughs> right, to make sure I'm to... using the right muscles. Like that's right. just, that's a no-go for me. A I'm going to pass on that one. Um, and so it it's crazy because we're constantly told to do Kegel exercises, yeah. but we can't do them properly because we don't know how. 
And I think that it's kind of like we're set up for failure yeah. <laughs> at that point. Well, I mean, uh, it sounds like it. And, and, and failure we don't even know about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's a lot of people, you know, you can do the string idea where you believe that there is a string connected from your, your pelvic floor all the way up to the top of your head. And if you pull the string up and you clench the correct muscles, you can engage your pelvic floor. So that's, that's like a at home one. If you want to do that and try that, um, but you have to do like thousands of them. Thousands. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the mood, the mood of this like podcast went really, really high to like very, very low. Like, like um, thousands, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we're gonna bring it right back up. It's totally okay. Everything is fine. So you're okay. I have, I just have so many questions. Um, <laughs> so many questions. So okay, chicks in the fitness world. I I've seen this a lot. I haven't experienced this myself. I feel like. I think sometimes um, it's women who have had children and, and it's some that have not when they do double unders. So jumping rope when they are doing two jumps over, over the rope and box jumps. Sometimes I've seen it with squats, whatever, and they just pee. Mm-hmm. They just pee. Yep. And so like, common. yeah, like super common. I know I've seen some women being like, Oh, this is, you know, does anyone else do this? And then like, you see a ton of women be like, yeah, me. So what is that? Is that a weak pelvic floor or does that have nothing to do with it? Or is this something else? No. So I'm not allowed to diagnose by law because I'm not not a doctor. We're not doctors on this show. (laughs) So do not. Don't take any. Yeah. So don't take anything we say as like medical diagnosis. Um, (laughs) But when you're doing repetitive motion, so you're jumping up and down, that can cause strain on your pelvic floor muscles. Because if you think about it, that hammock is going up and down with you, and that can cause strain on the pelvic floor muscles. So okay. if you're not counterbalancing it with these exercises, that can cause weakening of the pelvic floor muscle. Again, with the shift of everything, your bladder's at the bottom, pelvic floor is not in its position to hold everything, and you pee yourself. And right. so it's extremely common. Um, to have some kind of bladderly urinary incontinence when you are doing things like running, jumping, all these other things, and you add on top of that childbirth Mm. and pregnancy, that's a lot of strain on the pelvic floor. And so we have a lot of women who believe that it's super common, so it's normal, and it's not. That's uh, not something that you have to live with forever. And whenever I go to baby showers, I'm always like, they're like, well, it's just a part of motherhood. And I like stand up on the couch. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> it is not. Don't scare this mom to thinking that's her life forever because it's not true. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that's like a whole thing because just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal. And you just need to have the right proper tools to regain tone of your pelvic floor muscles. Uh, that is so... <laughs> I learned that about period cramps too. Like they're like, someone's like, yeah, you're not supposed, it's not supposed to be painful. And I'm like, what, (laughs) what do you mean? It's, it's painful for all of us. Right. But like you said, just because something is common doesn't mean it's normal and doesn't mean you have to live with it. So, all right. This is blowing my mind here. I mean, yeah, no, we have there. Here's another statistic that will blow your mind because it blew mine, but one in three women in the United States, will have some form of bladder leak, some form of urinary incontinence. One wow. in three, regardless of their age. One in three. And that is, means, is age a factor in this? It like, can be. Okay. So a lot of people associate bladder leaks and continence with older women, right? Yes. Like 
I only have to wear, I have to wear diapers forever. They associate it with older people. And that's not true. Women of multiple ages can get them. We have Hmm. young runners, young athletes, you know, in their twenties who have it. Just anything can be a factor. Hormones can be a factor. Weight can be a factor. Age is not the only thing that causes urinary incontinence. It's not something that you're going to get because you're older or because you had a baby. There's so many different things about it. So yeah, like we were talking about, if it's common, doesn't mean it's normal. You just need to have the right tools and resources to regain that tone and get rid of that annoying thing in your life. So you can be like an 80 something year old lady and not have any issues whatsoever because your pelvic floor is like super strong. Yeah. Okay. So I don't have to be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like don't, don't think like this is just like the Part of, life. of no return, right? Yeah. And you're passing into it. That's not true. Urinary incontinence is not that kind of situation. It's about the tone of your pelvic floor. And, you know, if you need some self-care. All right. You know, well, you need self-care. This is, okay. This is like a, amazing to know. <laughs> Mind blown. All right. Let's talk about sex. So how does this, how does a weak pelvic floor affect sex? Like, or your, you know, your sex life? Yeah. So... Fun fact, your clitoris actually runs along your pelvic floor. Um, Your clitoris is basically an iceberg. A lot of people think it's just a little ball, the clitoral gland that, you know, we all see. That's not true. Well, can we just, can we just like, your clitoris is an iceberg. Like that needs to go on a (laughs) t-shirt. So everybody I talk to is like, I don't know if we just skipped this in, in class when we were learning about it or something, but everybody just believes that your clitoris is just that one little part. Yeah. And that's not true. Your clitoris is, is massive. There's a, a whole part of it that like you don't see. And some people, it runs around your anus. Some people, it runs into your lower thighs a little bit. It's, it's big. Wow. And so your clitoris actually does run along the pelvic floor muscles. And so when you are having an orgasm and you feel that contraction – that's actually your pelvic floor muscles contracting. Okay. Those are your pelvic floor muscles. And so that's why in a lot of different magazines like Cosmo, we all know, and we've all seen, do yeah. this exercise to be better in bed. I think. Is Cosmo still I- around? Because like I yes. feel like I dumped magazines so long ago. They're all, so when I'm at like in line or whatever at uh, grocery stores, I'll like see some of them. And it's, it, it's inevitable that you'll see one where it's like, do this for, you know, xyz these exercises to do to be hot in bed or something and i'm like oh my god (laughs) and it's actually you're you're engaging your pelvic floor muscles when you're doing those exercises and so a lot of women are like well does this do something for my vagina because i am worried or whatever and it's actually the pelvic floor muscles that are being engaged when you're having Mm. an orgasm um that feeling of that clench pull yeah that's a proper kegel exercise you're doing them (laughs) All we need to do is have an orgasm. Yeah, and you're having fun at the same time. It's a two-for-one. And so a lot of people have seen in data that a stronger pelvic floor muscle can have a stronger response in orgasm because you're engaging those muscles and your muscle is going, I know how to do this exercise, and I know how to do it really well. I know how to do it properly, and I can do it really strong. And so basically you have muscle memory is engaged and boom, you have like this mind blowing orgasm. And so there is like that correlation of 
if you have a stronger pelvic floor muscles, you probably can have a stronger response to the orgasm because of that muscle memory. And so it's really important in your clitoris runs along the pelvic floor muscle and all these different things engage. But also um, another one that I like to talk about is pompoir. I don't know if you're familiar with that, Mm -mm. but P-O-M-P-O-I-R, pompoir. And it is the ability to massage the penis with your vagina because you have that muscle control to do that. (laughs) You have like, like a kegel clench- while yes. you're having sex. <laughs> exactly. And you have that clench and release ability um, to do that because you know how to engage and your muscle tone is really good. You know what to do and you're basically your muscles take over and they're like, we got this. We, know. <laughs> we got it. Except back lady. We have. Yeah. <laughs> so, so question here, does, does having orgasms strengthen your pelvic floor? Yeah, it could. Yeah, okay. um, a lot well, of people there skip the Kegels and just <laughs> just have like a a million <laughs> orgasms in a week and you're fine. Um, and <laughs> not to go on a t-shirt. And um, no, so there's a lot of people that um, there's whenever there's women's health, there's always going to be two camps, right, mm. of beliefs. And a lot of people believe one of the camps is when you have an orgasm, it's actually it's not just for procreation. It's not just to suck up sperm, mm-hmm. but it's also to do a maintenance switch for the female body to make sure that your pelvic floor muscle is toned. Mm. And so if you're able to have a really strong muscle contraction during an orgasm, your body's like, hey, we're good. We're doing right. <laughs> the switch is good. And then, you know, you continue on with your day. Right. But there's a lot of people that – um believe that your orgasm is actually a maintenance switch for your health. Maintenance switch for your health. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're coming up with like a lot of t-shirt designs. I know. Not all of them are PG, like not all of them are PG rated, but we're coming up with t-shirt designs. <laughs> These are slogans. These are campaign <laughs> slogans right here. <laughs> I love it. No, I think this is really great. It's really informative, you know, and, and it's also a, like kind of a fun, a fun topic. So <laughs> who doesn't want to talk about sex? We, we talk about sex so rarely on this show. We should talk about it more. We need to talk about it more. <laughs> For sure. So, okay. Wow. I'm like, I'm like going, going over all this stuff and processing this because this is like very new to me and I, this is just not a world that I'm super in depth with. So how did you get into like this world like what yeah like the world of the pelvic floor like what what made it you know where you were like okay this is I need to get in here and learn more yeah so the company I work for and I Mm co-founded is called Yarlap and my dad is the other co-founder okay so so my dad is a medical device engineer okay that makes sense (laughs) yes and throughout my entire life it was literally him telling us that body parts are body parts there's absolutely no shame involved with it. If you have a question, you have to ask. So, like, if you have a question, you have to go to your doctor and you have to ask because there's nobody <laughs> – there's no better person to ask yeah. than the person who went to school literally for this. And so um, when he designed the Yarlap, got it FDA cleared, all this other stuff, he asked me, do you want to help because you work in the – you work as – I was an intern for Women for Women International in Kosovo, and I did a lot of stuff with women's rights, women's health, all these other things, and I, lo- I loved it. 
Like I loved it because if you help a woman in a society, the society blossoms because yes, she's the root of it for sure. And he was like, I think you'd be really good at this. And I blew him off. Cause I was like, I literally don't want to talk to women like, you know, grandmas and everything about their vaginas. Like that just makes me feel really <laughs> weird. And he was like, first of all, that's really wrong and inappropriate. Check yourself. Second of all, do some research and you'll find out this is more than just older women. And I was like, okay, whatever. Literally 15 minutes after Googling, I was like, oh my gosh, like so many people have this. Runners especially have this. Mm. I was so wrong. I mean, I went to coffee with my girlfriends and two of them had bladder leaks when they left. And they're like, but it's not incontinence. And I was like, no, literally, like, literally that is. You're like, yes, it is. <laughs> of incontinence. Like if you have an involuntary leak of urine. Yeah. That's it. Like <laughs> there is no shame in it. They're like, but we're not older. So it's definitely not. And I was like, honey, no, yes. <laughs> it is, like it is. And so I came back and I was like, this would be fantastic. Like if we have the ability to tell women in a, in a fun way that like, there is no shame in your body. Like I do that anyway. Why not do it with my dad? Which is like so funny when you're like, Oh, I know. What up with it's my so dad? Because- Talking about vaginas all day. Like no big deal. <laughs> and a part is like, that's like literally where my idea of like a part is a part because yeah. my dad was, that was ingrained to our heads. And it's so funny because when everybody was going to their moms about their periods, I was going to my dad and I was like, I, think I'm dying. I'm <laughs> and he was like, no, that's just your menstrual cycle. <laughs> and, so <laughs> and like literally the, the guy went to the grocery store and bought one of everything. I mean like one tampon, one pad of every brand, everything came back with like five bags and was like, well, you got to find out what you like. And oh like, my God. <laughs> I, this is the greatest thing ever. And it, I like, I, laugh so hard because like this is stuff that you see and I was told constantly like this is stuff that you see on sitcoms yeah but it's my real life oh like like literally like so like my dad was because I was living with my dad I think when I got my period for the first time um and just my dad like I didn't have any stepmoms or whatever at the time and like he would not not let me use tampons because like god forbid i get pregnant or something from a tampon or like like i'm having sex with the tampon so like i was only allowed to use pads and of course he had to buy them at the store and he act, had yeah. to act all super weird about it like he was embarrassed and like i'm your daughter <laughs> like, there's no shame in this right yeah, like, that's literally that's it like they were, my dad was like well, we gotta find out what you know you got to figure it out. I got you this stuff. You figure it out because that's weird. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to help you figure it out. I'm, yeah, exactly. I'm you. <laughs> and that's basically like this entire thing was he has, he designed a pelvic floor muscle stimulator for the healthcare system in France, Great Britain, Scandinavia, Germany. Hmm. And then we had a close family friend who had incontinence here in the U.S. And he was like, well, you're just like go and get one because they're readily available in Europe. There was, there was just nothing. And it, I mean, it was like destroying our friend's life. And he was like, I got you girl. <laughs> and I mean, it took, it took years. It's not something right. that's like you text the FDA and you're like, Hey, I need a clearance. Like that's not right. How it goes. <laughs> um, so we went through, you know, the years of clearance and then thousands of, I mean, there's binders upon binders upon binders at our office for FDA clearance. And we got this, and we realized like 
this is not something that just affected our family friend. This is something that affects millions of women who mm. are looking for something and they're just like, I don't know what to do. Um, this is something I have to live with forever. Um, it's part of aging. It's part of becoming a mom. It's because of something's weird with my body, but you know what? It's just me. And that's not true. And we are a small company, but we're here to be like, it's not normal. You're okay. Mm. You're not alone. Don't ever feel isolated. If you need somebody to talk to, we're here. We're friendly. And <laughs> I think that a lot of people need to hear that. And that's really great for you to have like a podcast where you talk about these stigmatized things and make it fun. Yeah. And where they don't feel alone and they don't feel isolated and they have a buddy with them in their camp. I'm just, I mean, honestly, I am so friggin' sick of the tiptoeing around shit, especially when it comes to women's bodies. Like I'm over it. Like I'm done. I am over it. Like the fact that, you know, saying the word bleeding is like, you know, right. Like (laughs) half the world's population does it. We should not feel (laughs) weird. No, it is. It is a fact of life and is a fact of women's lives. And I, there's no need for us to feel ashamed for any friggin' reason when it ha- when it has to do with our bodies. Like, I am done. I am making that declaration. I'm over it. Like, no. And if your boyfriend, husband, whatever, thinks, like, your period is gross, like, no. <laughs> Not okay. Like, come on. <laughs> you know, like, We're judging. Natural. We're judging them. We're judging him. Yes. <laughs> yes. So tell me a little, like, before we, before we close out, like, because this has gone by so fast. Um, but I want to hear it. Like, tell me more about this, what this specific product is. Cause I, I'll tell you this. I don't like, you know, I don't have tons of people on the show to like talk about their products, you know, like we don't do sales pitches here. Um, you know, I talk about shit that I love because it's important for me to share the stuff that I love and, and I want, you know, if something is awesome for me, I want to share it with people. Uh, but I think that what you're doing is really important. And I think that if it can help, women who listen to this, then I want them to buy it and use it and love it. And I want to friggin' hear about it. So yeah, just, just you know, like, uh, because this is just, it's unique. It's different. You're not just sitting here hawking, like, you know, the same shit everyone out there is, is selling, you know? Right. We this are is very like, different. Yeah. This is a very different and specific problem related thing. So tell me just like a little bit about your product. I want to hear that. Yeah, so the Yarlap is an FDA-cleared medical device to treat female urinary incontinence. It's a mouthful. Basically what it is is a pelvic floor trainer to tone your pelvic floor muscles to stop bladder leaks. Mm. And we were talking about how hard it is to do Kegel exercises. The Yarlap literally does everything for you. You insert it like a tampon. Find a muscle movement that's comfortable for you because everybody's vagina is different. Mm-hmm. So find a muscle movement that's comfortable for you, and then that's it. And you just okay. sit there for like 15 to 20 minutes. And the yarn just does everything for you, does all those exercises for you. And you, and get, you get a pelvic floor of steel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be like uh, fantastic, and I'm very proud about what we do. And, yeah, I think that if anybody's got like a question or anything like that, let us know because – you're not alone. I mean, if only building your booty was that easy. <laughs> oh, I know. Like, if I could, like, oh, that's it. Right? Like, if you could get your core to do that without <laughs> having to move or anything, like, I would be so into that. I would be so into it. So, is this something that your doctor has to prescribe, or is it something that. No. 
So it's something that you can go right online to our website at Yarlap, Y-A-R-L-A-P.com, or you can get on an Amazon. So literally it gets delivered straight to your door. We're over the counter. Um, and we're really proud about what we do yeah. because it does take away all that. And I think what makes it so special is that it takes away any of that guesswork. You don't have to be doing and engaging on your own because, again, a lot of that it is done incorrectly. Mm. The Yard Lab just does everything and engages for you. So you literally are just sitting there while it's working out for you. Awesome. That's super cool. Yeah. It's a bizarre feeling at first because you're you're normally used to thinking and then yeah. doing it. Yeah. And the Yard Lab just does everything for you. But it's actually really comfortable. Wow. Okay. Well, maybe I need to try this myself and report back. <laughs> so we like to end things on a quote. So is there is there a quote that you have that maybe you live by or maybe it's something that's just kind of like something you're feeling lately? Okay. So I'm a big fan of Tina Fey mm-hmm. and I love her book. And in the book, she says that her mentality is always say yes. And I think that that's very true. If you just got to go into it and have faith that it'll like work out and you'll figure it out along the way. But if you say no, you'll never figure it out and you'll never know. So that's something that I kind of tend to live by is the always mentality. I think it's actually from their improv group. So I might be like quoting a quote of a quote, (laughs) but it doesn't matter. I love it. No, it's perfect. Beautiful. And then you gave us your website, whatever. Where can, where can everyone find you besides that? Or is that? Um, On Instagram. Okay. Instagram is like the one, I mean, you can do it on Facebook too at Yarlap OTC, but you can find us on Instagram. That's where I kind of live. That's my happy space. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on here and educating and talking to me on this. This has been super fun and informative and so quick. And I could feel like I could talk about this with you forever. (laughs) (laughs) Please do. Um, But yeah, thank you so much for letting me come on here and talk about the pelvic floor and all things related to it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Self-Love Breakfast Club. If you enjoyed it, please share with your friends and tag us in your Instagram stories. See you next time.